Since the dawn of time, mankind has searched for ways to shelter themselves from the elements. Over the centuries, these shelters have evolved from bamboo huts to concrete towers. The last few years, there's been a push to save the planet. Are you ready to embark on a more sustainable lifestyle? Look no further. You're about to enter the adventures of container home living. And now, contractor, radio and TV personality, and your host for Boxcar Universe, Steve Dubell. Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, host of Boxcar Universe, along with my co-host, Mel Alva. And here's what's coming up on this week's edition of Boxcar Universe. Greg Hazelwood, the Senior Sales Director for Rhino Shield of Arizona, will be here with us. Protect the exterior of your home, not with just paint. Go Rhino! I'm sure everybody's heard that commercial. We have a sustainable transportation solution for you. Keith Watts is here from Pedigo Electric Bikes. Pedigo is your transportation solution when thinking about those CO2 carbons your car puts out every day. All that and more on this week's edition of Boxcar Universe, your home for containers, sustainable lifestyle living. And I know, Mel, you're you're living high today because I know you're very happy. Exactly. <laughs> wanna... I got a new toilet installed, so I'm very happy. See that? You know, <laughs> just the little things of life just make it just wonderful. You know, we've been out on the... We've been out on the street, you know, doing, uh, seeing a whole bunch of different people in different areas. And, you know, I think one of the most um, uh, interesting experiences I had when I visited the farm for the Arizona Sustainability Alliance. And for our listeners, if you haven't heard that uh, interview, please go back into the archives on Boxcar Universe. You'll be able to catch that. Um the lady who actually ran the farm, she was just unbelievable. She was like um, the farm encyclopedia. She knew, I mean, about the plants that she was growing. Uh, she um, had a very unique, well, shall we say we had a unique communication with her plants. Uh, mm -hmm. She knew exactly what, what they needed, how they grow, when to pick them, when not. I mean, it was just amazing. And it's, she supports the local food market here in the Phoenix metro area. Um, if you go down to the uh, food market on Saturdays, uh, you'll be able to uh, probably run into her. And she's got, you know, just food that she keeps growing. And there's a lot of those different types of farms throughout, not just Phoenix, but around the country. So um, when they support the local food market, that's, uh, that's really good. A lot of, a lot of restaurants um, promote that. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, she was she was just amazing, but uh, but you know, uh, getting out and now that the the temperatures, I saw something on Facebook yesterday which was really good. That uh, you know, is now that the temperatures in Phoenix have come down and they're like in the seventies. This guy is you know got this speaker on top of his head and he's just out there having a grand old party. It's just like, and now that it's cool again, we can get out and. You know, enjoy enjoy why we all moved here and uh, have weekend get-togethers and parties and stuff like that. But as we're outside, though, people are are taking a look at the exterior of their homes, and a lot of them, 
you know, as our good friend Monty Stoller used to say from Geico Roofing, they looked pretty shabby. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they look shabby because they're flaking. They've they've put up with a lot of years of, you know, Arizona sun. But Greg Hazelwood, the senior sales director for Rhino Shield of Arizona, is here with us. And Greg, welcome to Boxcar Universe. And I promise we'll be kind and gentle. Welcome, Greg. Thank you all very much. Very excited to be here. Yeah. Well, tell our listeners a little bit about, maybe who haven't heard about Rhino Shield, tell us a little bit about the company and the product and and how it all came to be, because obviously um, it's different than just painting. So Rhino Shield started in 1977 in Gulf Shores, Florida. We started out as an industrial company. We still do industrial uh, we have ongoing contracts with Disney World, DFW, Austin International, Houston International, um, a lot of Formula One race car buildings down in Florida, and then the list goes on and on. Those are just names that people will readily recognize. Uh, our bread and butter is residential. We started doing fully residential in 2022. My owner of uh, the dealership here, he has, he has excuse me, seven other dealerships, and we're rated number one. And number two is Tucson. Those are both our dealerships. We're a worldwide global company, many, many dealerships throughout the U.S. And we are the innovators of the exterior coating that goes on a home because technically we're not a paint. We're an acrylic ceramic coating. All right. And then uh, that is uh, a, a whole lot different than your, your than your typical paint, you know, because all the painting that I've done all over the years, uh, there is... You ever, I think from a, looking at from a, a latex type of paint aspect, you're looking to try and find something that is durable. And I think a lot of the other traditional paint companies out there in the country, they're out there always trying to to better their product. But I don't think their product could, you know, get even close to a Rhino Shield coating. And I wish... The, or our listeners can actually see some of the samples that we brought in and we could post some of them on our, on our, uh, on our webpage and, and Facebook page. But it is just amazing that when you think about something like that, uh, that it's, it, it's, it, the samples actually flexible. I mean, you can't do that with a dried piece of paint. It's not. And that just shows that when that goes on, that it, it will definitely wrap your house if um the best kind of sample i could say that what it what it looks like and feels like is like almost like a uh, a vinyl arcadia door where it is it is it it's it has flexibility but it also protects and is a lot better than just metal well this paint obviously can go over uh, you know rhino shoe can go, basically go over almost any substrate correct yeah there's very few that we won't do as opposed to what we can do, we won't paint over anything that's uh, powder coated already. That's really about it. I mean, we do vinyl, we do hardy board, we do T111, we do siding, you name it. We, we do it all and we protect it all to its highest capabilities. Unlike paint, conventional paint in Arizona lasts on average of three to five years because they've taken the lead out of it which offered it protection, and then they took the VOCs out of it, volatile organic compound. Those two in combination made a paint job last longer, but 
It was releasing carcinogenics into the home and then, of course, in the atmosphere. Well, we're not paint. So we didn't have any of those things in our paint, so we weren't forced to take anything out. So paint on the average in Arizona last three to five years, I'm a 25-year warranty. The warranty uh, is covers anything that nature could throw at you, cracking, flaking, peeling, chipping, those things. Now, the product does not fall off after 25 years. The product will keep going. So that's the beauty of it. And that's why we say you, you never have to paint again. If somebody wanted to change the color of a Rhino Shield home in 5, 10, 15 years, at that point, we just add a top coat. So it's very easily, to, easily done. That's that's just amazing. Uh, so when you th- when you think about when you customers uh, obviously are interested in in their and I know I've had customers too. You know they those those five seven years of of painting your home with traditional paint goes by really fast, and then before you know it, it's you know um, you know people get people can't they laugh because and when i when i go out and i'm looking at things from from you know the repair things at a house you know i'm looking at everything to see if you know if there's anything else that maybe the homeowner isn't aware of and when i see paint that has been you know uh discolored and you could see that it's been beat to death with the sun you know i i turned around i said you know i said what's the last time that you're you know painted your house and they 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 look at me and you know that deer in the headlights because they don't really remember because it's been so long, and they say, well, you know, uh, maybe ten years. I said, you know, your house is crying for paint, mm-hmm. and it needs something done to it. But I, I I don't I think people's mentality has to be educated to understand that yes, you mean yeah, you could throw money at it and do it the traditional way, but if you plan on staying in your house. And you want to, you know, have it look the best that it can be, then then you should consider Rhino Shield. Well, you know what we do, Stephen. If I may touch on a few things that you said there that you brought up. So when we get to the house, we do a walk around with the husband and the wife. Most people don't go out and inspect the ex- in the exterior of their home very often. So when we ask them, come with us, let's walk around your house, we do a walk around, and we point out obvious issues that, that we see and we discuss. Some homes have more issues than others. But people are amazed when we point out all the little cracks. And they're like, oh, my goodness, I had no idea there were this many cracks in the house. Some of them are larger, and some of them are just spider cracks, which our product will just cover up. Those are no issue. But what I like to refer to cracks as uh, as uh, a toothache, a, a cavity. And when you notice like, hey, I think I might be getting a cavity and you leave it alone, it's only going to get more painful and more expensive. And that's exactly what happens to your stucco, to your wood. When you leave those things alone or you just keep putting a product on it, paint, that offers you no more protection it's only going to get more painful and more expensive because what's going to happen, moisture will get in those little cracks. The sun will hit that and cause it to swell up a little bit. And then time and time again, and now pretty soon you get stucco detachment or you get wood rot. And now it's no longer just a simple fix. Now you've got to do patch repairs or replace wood or 
God forbid, sometimes you have to restucco the whole side of the home because it's been left unattended for so long. Rhino Shield eliminates all of that. So we talk about the home. We, hey guys, you got a little bit of wood here, needs to be replaced. We can handle that for you. If we, we would prefer to just bondo, if it's not rotted, if it's rotted, we have to replace it. Right. And so we address all of that with them. We pull back the rocks. We dig down three to four inches on the foundation. We recock everything that needs it. Our caulking is a 50-year product versus what a traditional painter would use. And I can promise you it's not a 50-year product. So everything we use is at the highest level of product that you can get. We don't skimp anywhere. And that's why we're who we are. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's just amazing. A lot of people, they, they don't realize... The, first of all, why they got their cracks, and who knows? You know, when if you do a walk around, I've done walk arounds before, and noticing that, and then all of a sudden, you know, you, you could notice that maybe they've got a problem with their foundation. You know, they could be it could be sinking, and I've seen that happen before. And then the next thing I do is I go inside and I see, you know, cracks in the tile and stuff like that. And then we go back outside, and then you look at it further, and then yeah, it's sinking. Well, there's cracks in the stucco. You know, and there's there's a lot of issues there that need to be addressed. But, uh, you know, once the once the base is solid, you know, and um, then then yeah, then let's put a nice coat of Rhino Shield on it to make it look look really good. And uh, I think that uh, it it stands up from what I've seen. It stands up to the sun, which is you know uh, just beats the houses to death out here, and it's just amazing. But uh, yeah, the other substrates that you put on, how's it um, How's it on metal? Perfect. What we try to get the customer to do on metal is go with a little bit of a not super dark color, you know, um, but it does great on metal. We do a lot of metal fencing. We just now came out with a new improved product to go on um, like metal on your backyard or something like that. It's an enamel product. And so far, it's working great. And I want to back up a second because I misquoted something. We do vinyl siding. On vinyl siding, we try to get people to go with that lightest color as they can. Because the darker, it's just going to attract more sun. Now, our product's going to handle that, but it's still a darker color. And what Rhino Shield recommends in their palette of colors, stay in the first four palettes and there'll be no fading. The higher you go on those pallets, the less titanium dioxide. So we recommend that people stay in the first four pallets. If somebody has a dark home already, we will recommend to them for a couple of reasons. Choose a little bit of a lighter color because we are in the desert. And even though our product is what it is, we still ask them, you know, help it out a little bit by not going with the darkest color you can get. And then the other thing is when somebody not only coats their house with our product, but they change colors, they almost feel like they're getting a new home because now it's a completely different color. So we encourage that as well. We ask them, are you guys thinking about changing the color? Well, we're thinking about it. And then we talk to them about, we have found the people that have changed the color. They just feel like they've got a new home because now it's not the same color as it was. It's a whole new color and it's a whole new, whole new feeling to them. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, Mel, you can attest to that. I mean, you know, being an interior designer, you know, when you make some significant color changes, 
the the homeowners are elated because it's something new and fresh. I have a question for you. Um, with the HOAs, uh, do you ever run into issues um, if they are part of like a you know community that they have you know certain colors that they have to use, or can you guys create what they need? I'm just curious if that has ever been an issue. No, good question. And really, no, because we can match any color there is. It doesn't matter if it's a color and they've got it on their chart and it's got a code and a brand, we can match it. We can even do custom colors. So never are we denied to go into an HOA. Now, every once in a while, we may have to go out and meet with the HOA because they're not quite sure what we are. But the second they see it and they say, oh, so you guys are just a much higher quality paint. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Come on in. In fact, most HOAs that have homes in their HOA that are done by us highly encourage it because they never have to tell the people to do anything. It's never going to get, you know, when you go by after a rain, particularly with a stucco home, and once it starts drying, you can see splotchy areas on the walls. Well, that's those splotchy areas, which you guys will all know, are now where the water is absorbing into the stucco or into the wood. And we all know that you do not want your stucco to absorb moisture. Wood stucco block is not meant to absorb moisture, water, or the sun. A rhino shield home will never do that because we don't use chalk as a filler. We don't use cheap pigment and we don't use plasticizer. Our filler is 3M ceramic microbeads. The pigment that we use is almost pure pigment. It's the richest form of pigment that you can get. And then we use um, elastomeric resin. So we don't ever encounter what a, what a painted home would encounter. Wow. I mean, I've actually heard of your product um, before. And um, obviously, Jack has heard of it as well, right? So you guys are pretty known, I think, around the Valley. But I would think that like the homes coming off the mountain or like when you get all of that wind and all of that stuff, like I bet that would be ideal for those applications. Also, you would think, right, Steve, like certain areas, McDowell mountains and, you know, other, some of those other communities that are over there, you would think that they would want to use this product on the exterior of the homes. Yeah, I would, I would, I would say so, because if they, they want to, if they're spending that much money on a on a luxury home like that, there's no reason they should skimp on the exterior. I mean, they're just it shouldn't be. Now, builders, I think, should should have uh, when they go back and they if they build a custom home. I don't think track home builders will would be into it that much, but a luxury home builder, I would I would think that they would offer something like that. So that this way they'd be able to say, hey, by the way, you know, here's here's the standard home. Here's some of the standard products that we use. However, here's a couple of upgrades, you know, and I think Rhino Shield would be, a, you know, a, a great positive upgrade for that. Well, there, there's there's no doubt. And what a lot of people don't think about is that the exterior of your home is your first line of defense to the interior. So if you're getting a lot of cracking on your exterior, you run a great chance of getting black mold. 
Well, black mold can migrate into the exterior of the home as well. You get enough cracks, you can get water seepage on the exterior seeping into the interior. So protecting the exterior of your home is your first line of defense for the interior. And for 95% of the people out there, their home is their most expensive investment. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and, and I, you know, I agree with people that if you're going to buy a hairbrush, you don't need to buy the most expensive hairbrush out there. But when you're looking at something for the exterior of your home, that's going to do all of those things that we've kind of spoken about here, you're going to get what you pay for. Yeah. And if you want to really take care of that home and your investment, you know, to the highest level you can, we're the guys that can do it for you. Alva with Alva Interiors and co-host of Boxcar Universe. As a professional interior designer with over 22 years experience, I'm excited to bring my knowledge to the Boxcar Universe show. As a full-service interior design studio, we see your designs from the conceptual phase through to the styling and furnishing of your home. At Alva Interiors, our team approaches every design project with a fashion-meets-design sense to execute timeless interiors style that makes a statement. You can find us on the web at alvainteriorsaz.com, on Facebook at alvainteriorsaz, and on Instagram at alvainteriors. Hi, I'm Sean with Mr. Electric, and I have a tip to help make your life better. One important reminder is to call a qualified electrician when you have frequent problems with blowing fuses or tripping circuit breakers. When a circuit breaker trips or a fuse blows, it's indicating that you have a problem with some other part of the circuit. If your breaker trips more than once, you should have a qualified electrician come out and take a look at it. Contrary to what may be acceptable, you really shouldn't try to continuously try to reset the breaker because there may be a problem somewhere else down the circuit and you could be causing a fire hazard. There could be a loose connection or some other form of problem on the circuit, and every time you reset the circuit breaker, it could be causing a spark at the other end. We recommend having a qualified electrician come out and check on the condition of the circuit and make sure that the circuit does not have any problems. And it could just be a bad breaker also, but you definitely want to have a qualified electrician check that out. To have someone come out from our team may only take a portion of a day, but it could potentially save you a lot of money or your life. And that's just another way Mr. Electric has the power to make your life better. back and you're listening to Boxcar Universe and with us today is Greg Hazelwood from Rhino Shield of Arizona and um, I I want to take a minute out here you know and uh, well you know it's getting really close to Thanksgiving you know Colin and I and you know Greg were talking about food during the break and some different things you know um, 
you know, and, and obviously on Thanksgiving, you can have turkey, you have stuffing. I mean, what kind of things do you like on Thanksgiving, Mel? I mean, the norms, just, you know. Just the norms, you know, pumpkin and stuff like that. How about something? How about something different? Greg, do you have something different you'd like to offer for Thanksgiving? Step into a Slim Jim. <laughs> Ah, well, let me tell you, your voice is on point. Macho man, Randy Savage. Why does this girl know this? It's because I had a dad and brothers that just loved wrestling. (laughs) And I used to love the other thing that he used to say. He says, okay, let's talk about the title. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was, he, 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 he added, you know, not to be, not to take anything away from Ric Flair. If everybody remembers Ric Flair, but Randy Macho Man Savage had his own flair. I mean, it was just amazing what he used to do. And uh, oh, and and the lady he was his uh, his uh, entre- what was it? His entourage was Elizabeth. Okay, don't ask me how I remembered that. I really don't remember. It just came to me. See what you instilled in me, Greg? I don't understand that. I'll take the blame. Okay. Okay. It's good. I want to know. Seriously, I want to wish everybody a very happy Thanksgiving. And it's, you know, I don't know where the year has gone. And Lord knows we're, we're halfway through November already. And it's amazing. You know, we've already gone through, um, you know, uh, November 15th. It's Recycle Day, where and a lot of people probably didn't even know that. I mean, I have to go back and I checked my archives again, you know, and it, we've we've mentioned it throughout the years, um, along with the other sustainable lifestyle stuff that we do. So if anybody is interested and they have stuff that they need to recycle, I think it's time. But I think uh, getting a new getting a new coating on your home would be an excellent way to to recycle your old paint job. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it's a prudent expense versus a frivolous expense, which is paint because it, it's not going to last. Yeah. So now let, before we get into a couple of other things too, you know, talking about things, people obviously are going to be asking, okay, you know, that, that, that question, which we all ask when we're looking at new things, what's the cost how does it? How does what's the cost of doing a Rhino Shield home versus a traditional paint job? And I know obviously that's a tough question because each size of the home is different, you know, and there are different things that you need to do based on the current condition of the home. But in general, I mean, what, how would you answer that question if a homeowner, if I was, you know, typical Joe homeowner? Um, paint starts at fifty cents a square foot, and it goes to four dollars. So a higher end paint job will be three to four dollars a square foot. I'm six to seven dollars a square foot. Okay. Yet I'm a twenty five year maintenance free warranty. You don't ever have to do anything to it to maintain that warranty. It just is what it is. Versus on average, as we've stated earlier, paint lasting on the average of three to five years. Yeah, I mean that's and that's something to be considered. And for those our listeners who are thinking that you need to call Rhino Shield. You need to call Greg. And Greg, you have a special offer for all our listeners today. Yes. If anybody uh, listening to the show wants to call and have me come out and give them an estimate, just call me on my cell phone, 602-549-8526, and you'll get a special offer from being on this show. Or if you happen to call the office and you speak with Amber, our appointment setter, let her know that you heard about it on the show 
uh, and mention my name, Greg, and you as well will get a special offer, and it'll be a good offer. All right, that's really great. A lot of uh, good things. And that could be that could be your your uh, end of year Christmas gift. Absolutely, getting a spe- everybody loves everybody loves deals. I mean, and that would be a really great thing for people to take advantage of. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention, uh, we talked a little bit about metal. You know, one of the things that Rhino Shield would be really good for in different applications, and I know you've got a couple of things you want to mention about the other areas that you cover, but, you know, thinking about what we talk about on a regular basis, obviously container homes and tiny homes, painting the exterior of the metal containers, this this would be a perfect product. And one of the things that we always talked about was the fact that, you know, Mel being a designer, we're talking about, okay, let's, it doesn't always have to be the interior that has to be designed, but it, taking a little more care in how you um, have your exterior home look is just as important. Curb appeal. Absolutely. And it, it's just like when, when I said earlier that we increase the resale value of the home. Listen, we all know that any home on any given block that is relatively the same type homes the one that looks the best at the moment people are seeing it and that's going to continue to look the best is going to sell quicker. And we're able to have you recoup up to 75% of the cost of our product because people coming in and they go, wait a minute, I'm buying this house and I've got a 20 year warranty left on it and I don't have to do anything. It's going to lower my AC bill. My AC unit's going to last longer. It's going to do all these hosts of things. Yeah, yeah, I'm willing to pay a little bit extra because they see the value. Well, yeah, and it's just like anything else. Having a, you know, when you talk about traditional paint, you you know, when I was doing exterior paintings, I would give them, you know, it it, it wouldn't be a like a a a low end price or a high end price. You give them an average price, and then you offer them, okay, you offer them the upgrade if they would like to upgrade. Well, when you think about it. And I'm sure light bulbs must go on with homeowners. You know, when you give them the idea of of your cost per square foot, I'm like, okay, all right, well, think about it. Well, if you're going to repaint your house, and let's just say we used to tell people, you know, uh, you maybe eight to ten years of repainting stucco. Fascia board, I always used to tell people, you know, five years because it gets beat to death by the sun. But stucco, you can get away with about eight to ten, depending on what kind of quality paint you used originally. But think about it. You got to get at least two paint jobs out of that, and you're only paying a little bit more for using Rhino Shield. Then you got a 25 year warranty on it. So you got to take the cost of not just the first paint job, but the second one, and put it all together and say, "Hey, you know, this is for the long term. This is going to be. This is going to save us money." No, it, it, and that's why I gave prices 50 cents to four dollars. Higher end being three to four. <clears throat> If somebody painted their house with a higher-end paint, three to four, they've matched my price in two paint jobs. But the big factor is, is they haven't put anything on that home to offer them protection against the sun. Right. So you're you're just maintaining the cracks that you have. It's just maintenance. That's all you're doing is maintaining status quo. And I always tell people when I go to a house, guys, listen, we all know we cannot change the sun. It's there. We can't change it. But I can change what we put on your home to protect you against the sun. And I tell people I'm very confident in our product. And I'm I'm very black and white when I speak to them. I say, guys, if you want only the best, 
for your home, your investment, I'm the guy that can do it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's you can't you can't knock the qualities of of the product are just you know are too numerous to mention when you think about it. The one thing also that I want to do bring up because obviously we talked about this on the phone <clears throat> last week about you know questions get raised. Okay, so the the product is 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 that good on the outside? Okay, and it will keep the elements out. Does it allow the house to breathe? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we won't allow any moisture to enter the home, but we do allow the house to vent and breathe. It's a safety thing that you have to allow that. So no doubt about it. Our house will very much breathe. It's very permeable, but will not allow anything in. Right. And a lot of our listeners may not know, obviously, they think, they think stucco is cement. It doesn't breathe. Yes, the house breathes. And I'm not talking about the weep screed at the bottom of the stucco. The actual house needs to breathe. It's why it, you know, you think it's like a, uh, it, it goes through uh, expansion and contraction due to the, the weather. So these are things that, that has to happen. You know, all you're doing is keeping a lot of the, the elements out so that this way it, it, it like you say, you keep out when if, if water gets in that wall and things start happening, that's when that black mold could come in. And now, now you've got a really big problem because remediation has to take place. And if any of you out there, our listeners have ever had any water remediation done from a flood or, uh, or a mishap in your house, it is not cheap. It is not cheap. And insurance companies, you know, they're, they're they toss a coin. Are they going to cover it or not? Sometimes they, they're very iffy about those things. So the more you could do to, to protect your home, the better off you're going to be. No, no, there, there's no doubt. And both of our products, meaning my base coat and my top coat, are designed to expand and contract. So as a wall moves your home, as it kind of shifts, our products shift with it. And then they come back. They right. shift and they come back. Uh, we've been tested by BSF, Global Independent Testing Laboratories. We've been tested by T-Mobile engineers because we do T-Mobile buildings in Arizona. We are not afraid to be tested. They can bring in any, any test that they want. We've we've been there, done that. The product will will withstand all the testing. It's been around for 46 years. Okay. And Yeah, I mean, and one of the things that our listeners may not know is that you do uh, ceramic roof coatings. Mm-hmm. We have a we have a roof coating called Super Shield that gives you a lot of the same qualities that the exterior coating is going to do for the home. You're going to get the reflectivity of an R17. You're going to get the extra insulative rating of eight on it, and it is a ten year warranty. So if your house is, or excuse me, if your roof is still a good viable roof, we're going to add an extra ten years to that. That's really great. Um, before we we go to break. Greg, tell our listeners again how they can contact you and uh, also your special you have for our listeners. So if you wanted to reach out to me directly, you can just reach out either through a phone call or a text message. And that number is 602-549-8726. If you call the office and speak with Amber, let her know that you listen to Greg on this podcast. And she will set that appointment up with me. I will personally be the one that comes out and speaks to you and looks at your home. And I will then give you this show discount at that time. Okay. When you go out to see the homeowners, are you bringing any Slim Jims? 
<laughs> I might have to, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Greg Hazelwood from Rhino Shield of Arizona. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. First time, uh, first time in the hot seat, we'll call it, but hopefully not the last. Yeah, thank you guys very much. I enjoyed it immensely. All right, sounds good. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we have your answer to your transportation problems. Uh, Keith Watts is here from Pedigo Electric Bikes, and we're going to talk a little about. Uh, an alternate way of transportation and how to get around. And for all you bike enthusiasts, you won't want to miss this. Stay tuned. You are listening to Boxcar Universe. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Star Building Supplies 3 Valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. You may not believe this, but smart home technology can be traced back to 1975 to the first home automation platform, when the X10 was invented. In 48 years, things have come a long way. To truly have a smart home today, the homeowner needs to make a smart decision and call a premier high-tech company. That company is Mythic Sound, Lighting, and Shade. Mythic can simplify your life with home automation, home security, home theater, lighting and shade, plus outdoor and indoor home audio, custom designed to fit your lifestyle. For the finest in products and services, visit their website at mythicsls.com. That's M-Y-T-H-I-C-S-L-S.com. Or call them today for a free consultation at 602-329-4252. That's 602-329-4252. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. back and you're listening to boxcar universe and uh we want to thank greg hazelwood again from rhino shield of arizona for being on the show make sure you uh jot that if you didn't jot down that phone number for this special if you're interested in getting your home done make sure you check that out and uh, mention boxcar universe and you'll get you'll get a great deal i'm sure he's got a great um surprise for you and i'm just talking about a good surprise here so um 
and a discount for you. So make sure you check that out. But with us right now, you know, you know, one of the things, you know, um, uh, I had met uh, Keith Watts. He's the owner and operator of uh, Pedigo Electric Bikes of Gilbert. Uh, I did a little bit of research looking at a couple of different things. And for the for those of you who don't know, okay, you're you've seen them around. I mean, they're they're basically everywhere. I mean, um, you know, people are using them you know, for recreation, for, for running a short errands and stuff like that. But basically e-bikes are a powerful tool on the road to sustainability. It, when it replaces trips made by a car, an individual e-bike reduces CO2 emissions by 225 kilograms each year. That's equivalent to the emissions produced by one passenger flying economy from Philadelphia to Chicago. I mean, Keith, that that says a lot when you look at it in those aspects because, you know, when you say, well, 225 kilograms, how many people out there really know how much 225 kilograms are? But when you think about the analogy about flying from Philadelphia to Chicago, that gives a a little better perspective, I think, of what what it can do when you basically use your e-bike. But Keith, thank you for so much. This is the first time you've been on Boxcar Universe, and uh, we want to just educate our our listeners about sustainability in transportation in the e-bikes. So, tell us a little bit about uh, you know uh, you and uh, this e-bike craze that the country has. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I'm pretty new to the industry. I started. I took the store over actually in July this past year. Um, and so I'm pretty new to the industry altogether, but, um, I, I'll be honest, I was, I was one of the, uh, those type of people that thought e-biking was a way of cheating. And I didn't think I would ever be a fan of them. Um, but once I got into the industry, there's, I could see a lot of benefits for it. So, um, as far as my background goes, I was a graphic designer before I started to take, or before I t- bought this store. And, um, I've been doing art and graphic design for 20 plus years and I just needed a change. You know, I was living the corporate life and decided, uh, you know, let's, let's do something completely different. Oh, you mean the corporate life like Colin? (laughs) (laughs) Colin's living the corporate life, but, uh, no, I, I don't understand. Why did you think it was cheating? I'm just curious. Um, you know, it's just because it's, it, there's an assist to it. Whereas, you know, I'm used to riding bike. I'm used to the struggle. I'm used to just pushing myself to the limits. And you think that when you get, um, get on an e-bike, it just, it's just a lot easier, you know? So you get it and it is, but you can also still push yourself to the limit. You can also push yourself with an e-bike. There's just a, an added perk that it's, uh, it makes life easier for like, for instance, going up a hill. If you're too tired to go up a hill, yeah, you just crank that thing up and it'll take you right to the top. Kicking you know? the afterburners, yeah, right? Exactly. Just take you up the hill. Exactly. But no, but you think about it, you know, e-bikes, you know, versions of it, early versions of it, you know, like as 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 we were all growing up thinking about, you know, when um somebody would take a I mean, I remember this because my dad actually built years ago. 
built a go-kart for us because he was a mechanic. He built a go-kart. But as I started noticing other things with, you know, gasoline-powered engines, and all of a sudden you see those small little motors put on scooters, and then they all of a sudden they adapted them and they put them on uh, somebody retrofitted and put it on a bicycle, and they started seeing stuff like that until somebody turned around and decided – Hey, you know, this is a really great idea, especially when, you know, with our economy the way it is now and and the push for sustainability, that they could actually create something really special and make a business out of it. And it's amazing how, you know, how it's taken off across the country. I mean, I see these things like everywhere when you think about it. And a lot of times now that I notice this stuff, when I when I see someone on a bicycle and the first thing I do is I have to take a second look at it to see if it's actually, is it, what's that old saint used to say, is it, is it real or is it Memorax? No. Is it a real bike or is it an e-bike? Cause you got to see, you know, and you, people are out there and they just seem to be having a, and then they like, like most like, like Mel, you know, like people are out there, you know, um, biking with their bikes. And like you say, they're on, and they go out and they just like the the thrill of the exercise, but then they want to be able to go in. I think there's um, there is a, there's a saving grace. Like I agree with you, going up a big hill, especially if you've been out there on the road for a while. But um, I think they're great to get around town. In in I don't care what city you're in. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, but how fast can an e bike actually go? So ours are a class two. So there's different classes. Um, and ours are all sold as class two and they'll go 20 miles an hour. Okay. So now, um, how did the, how, when e-bikes really started to become more prevalent, um, how does the, how does the DMV look at it? I mean, do you need a special license? Can anybody just get on an e-bike and drive or, or how does, how does, how do they view it? As long as there's pedals, it's considered a bicycle. Okay. So, I mean, obviously there's people out there that, and, and other brands that will go faster. There's different classes, but um, as long as it has pedals, it's still considered a bicycle. You don't need a license to drive it um, or, or license it or anything like that. So you can still stay in the bike lanes. I mean, even in, over in Gilbert, we, we recommend people just staying on the sidewalks because our Gilbert lo- road, the road that we're on is so busy and the police even seem to be fine with it. So we haven't had any issues with people riding the bikes on the sidewalks there. So but, yeah, just got to make sure that, that you watch out for any pedestrians that are actually walking. Correct. You know, you know, one of the things I think it would be great, you know, when we, when uh, we came back from break, I'm thinking about it and we hear our, our train rejoiner thinking about it. Wouldn't it be cool to have a train horn on an e-bike? <laughs> That'll get people out <laughs> of the way real yes. quick. <laughs> but, Replace uh, the bell and put a train horn on it. That'd there, be great. There you go. Now forget <laughs> about those bells. Those bells, you know, I used to remember that when, you, when they used to, uh, ding when you were a kid when when you used to have that the and then put the cards in the spokes and all that other (laughs) kids stuff you used to do but how do you how do you how long do the batteries last and and how do how are they charged so it depends on the battery and the bike um you know we sell i believe it's 13 different models and each we have multiple different size batteries so it depends on the bike and the battery but Say the the smallest battery, it can last anywhere from 16 miles 
and then our largest battery can get up to 76 miles on one charge. So really? it's it's a pretty wide range. Um, and it's all depends on how you ride the bike. If you're going full throttle, you'll get lesser, you know, it, it, and if you're riding it with a pedal assist and you have your gears set to a, 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 a push where it's, it's a, not necessarily a struggle, but a harder pedal, you know, you can make the battery with longevity. It, it, it just all depends on how you ride and the rider themselves. If they're a bigger person or a smaller person, you know, there's a lot of things to factor in. But I mean, you can get anywhere between 16 miles to 76 miles is the range that we have. So that it's pretty, it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Cause if you're going out for like uh, a couple of hours out, you want to probably, probably want to do at least 16 miles, if not somewhere in between that range to be able yep. to do that. Are they 12 volt, 12 volt batteries? Um, no. So they're 30, 36 volt. 48 volt and a 52 volt are the batteries we sell okay so and then the charge them i mean it's just a you just plug it into a 110 volt just a normal charger into the wall just it's a, a charger for the battery not a normal charger but it's just a normal plug-in how long does so, it take to charge usually um four to six hours kind of and it depends on how how drained the battery is you yeah. know so if it's fully drained it would take probably more like six hours well so. yeah that well that's that's interesting because you know, people trying to plan their day and stuff like that. That one thing they want to make sure that they they're going out biking that they actually have a full charge on their on their on their e bike. Yeah, absolutely. But um, how much how much heavier? Are you thinking about this because you know they look like they're built stronger than your typical like ten speed would be, and uh, obviously and the, and the tires are bigger than. Uh, like more some of those sleeker ten speeds, so um, I think they're built more for endurance. Am I correct on that? I, honestly, the they're they're, they are definitely built more solid. Um, they are a heavier bike. Uh, we our our average weight, I would say, is probably around fifty five pounds, forty forty five to fifty five pounds. Um, and a battery is anywhere from six to 10 pounds. So it's, you know, it just kind of depends on the bike itself. And we have, you know, so many different models that you can, we have commuter models, we have beach cruisers, we have off-road mountain bike. We, you know, we have pretty much any bike for the, you know, across the board. So, but they are built a little bit more stout because they are, you know, you, you have a motor on it and it's, and you're really cooking at 20 miles an hour. So even the components are going to be a little bit more, um, I would say, built better than a typical bike. Obviously, they're not anything like a motorcycle component. They're still bike components. So it's right. um, it just you just want to make sure you have really good components on these things because they are moving along pretty good. So, but if you if you have let's just say, <clears throat> excuse me let's, if you're um battery runs out you could still pedal oh yeah yeah our 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 bikes can basically be ridden in three different ways um basically it your first first is right just like a normal bike you it has gears anywhere from seven to ten different gears depending on which model you choose uh and you can pedal it just like a normal bike you shift gears and ride it just like a regular old bike um and then you can turn on the motor and use the pedal assist, which is what most people will do. They'll find a happy gear in like a three or a four and then 
turn on the pedal assist at two or three or four and they'll just cook right along. It's a nice, easy, just basically gives you a push from behind is really what it's doing. And then you can also ride it like a scooter. You don't have to pedal at all. You just hit the throttle and just ride it like a scooter and, or a little moped or whatever, and just go to town. So. Mel, what do you think about that going, taking that down, that down by you and, uh, running some, running some, uh, appointments. What do you think? I think it's great. You know, my office is right down the street from the house, so I'm all for it. That would be good, yeah. From where you are to your office, that would be good. You want to get me on camera? Why not use the Cooper? Only if you play the music. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's too funny. But uh, when you think about it, I, obviously, sec- securing your bike obviously shouldn't be a problem. You could secure it just like you would do a regular bike if you were going somewhere. Correct? I mean, yeah. or is there a or is there some kind of lockout that you can't that when you when you when you leave it, it like if you're going and running an errand, you're going somewhere. Does it have to be chained up somewhere? Is that the only way to secure it? Yeah, we still do the old chain lock, or we have a, a folding lock that we have that we sell. Um, they haven't really come up with a way to lock these things out without anybody taking them. So you do need a key to get the battery out. I can tell you that. Um, That's what I was going to ask you. Is there a way to kind of lock that up? I only say this because I mean, I live in Midtown downtown area. And let me tell you, there's lots of theft all the time. And I remember riding bicycles on Thanksgiving actually years ago and one dude walked off with two bikes at the same time oh, and nobody God. stopped him. Yeah, you know, I can only imagine an electric bike. Um, so thanks for answering that. Cause that was actually one of my questions for you is how do we keep this locked up and, and make sure that it, you know, they're not trying to steal the motor. Or... Yeah. Yeah. In, in Pedigo, we actually have a, an anti-theft system in play where if you, purchase one of our approved locks and the bike is stolen while it's locked we will replace the bike for free so basically there's some steps you have to take where and we tell everybody if you're going to lock your bike take a photo of it being locked up and then if it does get happen to get stolen get a police report that timestamp photo and the police report send it in to us and we'll replace the bike for you for free so the bikes have like a locator system, like how you would find your phone or something? No, I mean, we do have stuff that we put on them, you know, like the Apple AirPods or the, um, was it AirPod? I think that's what they're called. So yeah, it's, um, it's a, just a GPS, a little about the size of a sure. quarter. Yeah. So we do put those on there. Um, and also if somebody does, you know, they're, we register every bike. So if a bike is stolen, it's registered through our, our, our corporate system. So. Um, if somebody comes in looking for a battery or a, you know, a charger, we go through and we make sure that they actually own the bike and it wasn't, they're not trying to buy something for a stolen bike so they can continue to ride. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Do you, do you know any statistics about, uh, are they, are they frequently stolen or are they usually, or are they rarely stolen or do you know? I don't know any statistics, but I know they get stolen all the time. We've actually had a couple customers that have replaced their bikes because they've been stolen. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. What's the price? They're a hot commodity, Steve-O. Like, everybody wants them. Yeah. Yeah. What's the the price range on on some of them? 
So we start our our they they start at 1995 and go all the way up to 10 grand. Really? So, well, nine, well, nine grand, yeah. So wow, and that's you know going to our basic beach cruiser up to our high end double suspension mountain bike that we carry. So, so yeah, I mean, yeah. I would I would think. Do you do you uh, when like for instance if if you're uh, somebody comes in to look to, to look to buy one, do you obviously um, how do they how do you critique them on based on do they tell you what they want to use it for mostly so this way he kind of know which model to point them towards. Yeah, we'll, you know, we'll chat with them and see what kind of riding they're going to be doing. You know, it, it typically if if they're a mountain biker, they know that they want to look at the mountain bikes. But, you know, some people that haven't ridden a bike in a long time just want something to get out and ride. You know, we'll see, you know, what what style of riding do you like? Do you feel like you want something more where you're, you know, leaning more forward? Or do you want something where you're sitting upright? You know, would you like something more casual, like a beach cruiser where you're kind of lounged? So yeah, we just talked to him and figure out the right the right fit for him. So. I don't know, Mel. I don't know about you, but I like I like you know for the ten speeds and stuff that I've done, I I like to lean forward a little because I got used to that with that type of style of of bike. Yeah, I'm definitely a beach cruiser girl. I love riding bikes on the beach. It's probably one of my absolute most favorite things to do. Um, and I love riding bicycles, period. But I'm not a big 10-speed person. However, I do spin class often, so I know that seat is the same. <laughs> uh, if I could put a beach cruiser seat on there, I think every girl in the world probably would. Um, but, yeah, I love I love beach cruisers. And, you know, what you were saying earlier about you thought that the electric bikes, you know, were kind of cheating. I feel you on that a little, but man, how amazing would that be to just, you know, ride on the beach and go all the way down from like each beach down on Cali. Like that would just be so amazing. You guys should do some kind of a, a video or something. I don't even know if you guys have one already, but that would be so phenomenal. That would be great. Yeah. But you know, that's one of the things that we talked about too. Uh, what Mel had just said sparked uh, one of our other discussions about um, besides the bike, you also sell accessories. Yes. What type of accessories do you, you do you make a, may, uh, available? Oh, we have, I mean, anywhere from hand grips to baskets to, you know, paneer bags, um, racks, lights, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. All kinds of and, stuff. And we do have seats that you can replace those spin cycle seats with oh. a nice saddle for right. your bike. So. We got a new customer. <laughs> that won't hurt your bum. No. We got a new customer nice. for you. <laughs> Mel wants one. Yeah, honestly, no woman most... wants to wear a diaper, by the way. Isn't that what bikers call them? The padded shorts? Oh, I'm yeah. Like, yeah, that's not happening. Like, unless you're doing this for, like, some kind of an event or you're part of a, a racing team, there's no way any woman is going to want to wear a diaper in her pants. Like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't sell the diapers. We just sell comfy seats. So Oh, there you yeah. go. I think that's a good and, I think that's a better deal. And we also have suspension seat posts that get have a little give to them, so a little buoyancy. So, nice. Yeah. So like yeah. a truck driver, man. Absolutely. Yeah, there you yeah. go. I like that. Hydraulic seat. I like that. I like yep. that. Yeah, that's really good. Well, you know, anything to make it com- more comfortable, I mean, and it's just amazing. It's just amazing what the 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 technology and what they've accomplished by creating something like this. And I'm sure, I'm sure there's 
somebody's got to take it to the next level. I'm sure they'll come up with something, you know, maybe, oh, I got a great idea. Let's take an e-bike and make a sidecar. There's a company out there that does that, Yo, actually. you see that? Yeah. Oh, right. they yeah. beat me to it. Darn. And it's, yeah, it's a really cool <laughs> e-bike. Unfortunately, I don't sell those, but yes, I do want to get one for uh, just for Marley. For Marley, yeah. yeah. Well, yep. by the way, we have, we have Marley who is uh, a... Uh, what type of dog was he again? He's, he was, a, he's a mini Aussie doodle. Mini Aussie doodle. And he is just so sweet. He's in studio with us. And, uh, but I think, yeah, he would be great in a sidecar. Yep. Take he, him out, take we, him drive down to the dog park. We uh, we have a three-wheel trike that he loves to ride in. So really? He gets in the back. Love and... it. That's what I was going to ask yeah. if you guys had one. That's great for, like, groceries in the back, too. Like, you want to go to the store. Absolutely. Yep. It's amazing. So you get involved in this, and then all of a sudden, that the the, uh, the technology and everything becomes part of your family. Absolutely, <laughs> you know, it's just <laughs> just to make life easier. Yeah, you got to get Marley some merch there, man, so he can like advertise for you in the back. I've been trying to do some stuff on Instagram with him. Um, it's just you know, there's just a lot to do when you take over sure. a store, and oh, you're yeah. pretty much a one man show trying to get all that stuff done. So yeah, it's pretty amazing. Talking about one man show, how can our listeners contact you? Um, we do have a website. It's pedagogilbert.com, or you can give us a call, uh, 480-597-9716. Um, I will say our website is run by our corporate. So if you are there and you look to order anything, um, it kind of goes to the closest store. So it wouldn't necessarily come to me, but, um, if you would like to order and i hope you do um please call me and we can have it ordered or drop shipped or whatever so yeah. okay well, well we'll try and um aim people towards you absolutely aim Thank towards you. gilbert gilbert's uh gilbert's in up in growing city so why not well let's help grow your business while we're at it absolutely thank you all right Keith, thanks so much for being on the show today and bringing Marley with you. It's, it was great to see. We know, you know, we're we're all dogs people here. So yeah, if I could add one thing, sure. Um, I know I said it was a one man show, but we also do service there as well. So we service just about any any in any e bike or scooter that um, if we have any issues, flats, any anything like that. We also service. I have a really good mechanic there, so. It's really yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's another good thing. Also, by the way, before we go, um, warranties. Yes. How long? How good are the warranties? Uh, Pedigo does a five-year warranty on their product. Um, it's one of the best in the business. So, it's uh, it covers pretty much bike from head to toe, except for like brake pads, tires, and tubes. Um, and then it also covers the battery as well. So. That's great. It's a, it's a really good warranty. Good things yeah. to consider. Obviously, when you put you're putting good money down, you want to know that you have a that you stand behind the the product. Yes, which absolutely. Is really great. Yep. Great, Keith. Thanks so much for being on Boxcar Universe today. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thanks, thank you. All right. We want to thank all our listeners for listening to Boxcar Universe. Universe, as we say, you, we are your source for cutting edge information on container homes and container pools. So let Mel and I design and build your next dream container home. And we're always accessible. You can reach us at boxcarliving at gmail.com and steve at boxcaruniverse.com. And Boxcar Universe can be heard weekly on any podcast player. And always remember, let us containerize your lifestyle. Have a great weekend. You're a great American. I love you. 